Yep. Just wiping off the crisps from my face I had earlier. Lidl's own beef and ale crisps. Pass. Pass. That's a a strong, strong pass from me. Not good. Put your flattest shoes on, guys. We're having a barn dance and everybody's invited. But this is no regular hokey-cokey. It's going to be knees bent, neck stretch, head in the toilet bowl, too much cherry item, what's it? My mom's going to kill me for puking on my corduroy trousers. Welcome, everybody, to episode 8 of the Lager Logs Points of View with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom. He's Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello. Perfect. Absolutely nailed it. Yes, it's that time of the week where we like to get a bit weird and wild and attempt to ditch all adult responsibilities for at least a couple of hours. Uh, And yes, I'm going to be down in fizzy lifting drink whilst the police actually surround my house for stealing paper clips from my last job. I saw it as a going away present. They see it as a night of lock picking at my local Toys R Us. I mean, what? I'm supposed to just buy Croc on PS1. Yes, my friends. Blue collar crime for me all the way, although I'm wearing nothing but my string vest and a smile. Uh, Stu, disregarding that life altering possibility, how has your week been? It's been fine. How's your week been? Thank you for asking. That was, that was very quick. <laughs> uh, I was, was making sure you wouldn't wow. fucking burn me again. I feel very special. No, no burns tonight. Um, just just good old, good old chat, if that's okay mm. with you. If you want to start a fire, I'm into it. a little bit of little little pyromania. Never hurt anybody. Um, it's been okay. Yeah, it's uh, the same old kind of thing. Waiting to record with you, yeah. which is obviously like waiting for Christmas Day. I've done a few bits this week. You know, physically left the house for oh, some good. strange reason. I've started to walk everywhere, even if the sun's out. The streets are dry in my Wellington boots. So I don't know whether it's because I'm getting older, or I've just completely given up on life, or I'm trying to, you know, embrace my roots. My father was a piece of beef, my mother a lump of puff pastry, and they met in a pharmacy. Take your time with that one. It's uh, it's a no. doozy. It's Deep. a doozy. Let's cut to the chase. Stu, is there anything else you'd say about your week? Or, um, <laughs> or, or I, I, I too, was also, uh, I acquired a pair of wellies myself. Wow, great yeah. ones and all that. What ah. have you been up to in them? Uh, I, I've been off on holiday for for a couple of days now. And yeah. we're like, man, we, we could really do with kind of having some of those long walks, tire the kids out, cannot go. Uh, cut about these forest walks in a pair of holy trainers so who blessed them <laughs> <laughs> life on several occasions but, uh, yeah i kind you of... say crocs i could uh, picture you more as a crocs man myself i've never been one of those guys no yeah. never Nah, i'm sorry i those clearly don't show you my feet enough I would just have to change my fantasy. <laughs> then <laughs> you're gonna to have to adjust uh, your artwork to your flip book. <laughs> I'll have to change my uh, my fan art. Yeah, I'll take that one down that I've already uploaded to the internet and produce another one. Uh, Crockless. Gonna be so disappointed. 
Uh, okay, that's that's a pretty good week. It sounds like you've had, buddy, keeping your uh, cardiovascular up, which is always important when you're drinking heavily, heavily, ever, heavily, the Everly Brothers. We're drinking the Everly Brothers every weekend. Um, listeners, let's cut to the chase. We thank you for tuning in from the bottom of our hearts and also the top of our livers. Uh, um, we've got a few interesting beers to jump into tonight. We're trading in the class from last week. That was the brewskis, not us. Uh, for something a bit stranger and a bit off kilter, it's mm. like going to a car dealership, dropping off your Porsche, and leaving with a U-boat. We'll run home back bar- to home bargains. Home bargains. We're back. We missed you, baby. I, I, I think it's time for a drinky poo. What are you saying, Mister Sutherland? Oh, do I, where, do, what uh, yes. bottle do we start with? Do we start with the, the green bottle or the brown bottle? Well, I tossed the coin to decide the order of these two and didn't get any change. <laughs> Stu, we finally well, I think we should go with 49er because we finally tracked down a golden owl for you my friend uh, geez look it's got my mother-in-law in the uh, on the bottle uh, but from what I've read I apologize this is more of a strong bit <laughs> much like <laughs> our old friends trooper and old speckled hen uh, well this is this is ringwood's ah. 49er to clarify uh, but yeah we'll, we'll we'll have a taste and we can see um what you think buddy whether you think that's an accurate assessment i haven't tried this before i think this no, is these both either. are new to you as well right definitely so let's let's crack in yeah it definitely smells like better <laughs> yep. sorry man we did try maybe you'll get some uh love for the baltic <laughs> Some good pouring. I like to pour in silence. It's good for the show. No, no, I just turn the bottle upside down. For the for the audience. Did you get it all out, yeah? Yep. In, out, shake it all about. All right. That looks Not good. Bad. Is it a good colour? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's you see through it this time? I could. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Cheers. So sorry, sorry, man, what were you about to say before you Oh, he's already drinking. He's already started drinking. Already... He started. Can't stop him now. Oh, that's different. Mm. yeah that's nice man that is very nice yeah that's definitely more of a strong bitter for me rather yeah. than a golden ale hmm that's that's a bit odd that is that it's kind of branded as that but it's very uh similar to the trooper in that respect that um because again like trooper and old speckled hen um uh, this is more of a strong bitter so it's Curious, like Trooper, it's kind of branded as a golden ale rather than a bitter, but it's it's definitely a, a strong bitter uh, in in my books. Almost, I reckon, a bit malty. Like, yeah, man, there's malty. There's kind of a, a bready vibe going on. There's almost like a biscuity thing going on. A little bit. I can never get that. You get any of the creams on that now? No. no. Uh, <laughs> rich tea <laughs> uh, dipped or undipped oh we dipped the biscuits in it okay yeah where you been living for the past how many years biscuitless that's that's, that's what I guess <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, was, I was treating it like mouthwash there going, say you were contemplating on I don't know whether it was life or the beer then I appreciate both. Um, so yeah, it's it's in the title. I mean, this clock's in it a very very admiral admiral. 
Jeez, I've only had like two sips. What's going on, man? Be the biscuits all day. You need to line your stomach. What's going on? This clocks in at a very admiral 4.9%, as in the title, 49er. (laughs) Makes sense. Uh, No affiliation to the NFL team. It's made by Ringwood, which is a microbrewery founded in, funnily enough, market town Ringwood in southwest Hampshire. Um, first brewed in 1978, it was acquired by Marsons about 15 years ago and now lives happily in that family of beers. Well, I don't know about happy. I could shoot them an email to check. Um, the toilet facilities may leave a lot to be desired. I don't know. Since then, they've specialized in creating beers with pigs wearing mustaches on the front. Uh, I don't know whether that constitutes as animal cruelty, but it's definitely not halal, uh, facial hair or not. Amongst them, old thumper which seems to be another strong bitter that takes a few more steroids than this one. Uh, it's a bit stronger. Which won Camera Champion Beer of Britain, which is Kodak's official beer prize in 1988. What? Uh, Sir Kane. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only jesting with you. Camera is the cha- ca- campaign for real ale. Okay. That's those guys. Yeah, that's... They, they have nothing to do with uh, the camera company, unfortunately, because that would be a hilarious anecdote. Um, Circadian is their IPA, and Razorback is their best bitter. Um, Boondoggle, I did the research, is listed as their Blondale, so maybe that could be one to check out to compare to what we're having to go on tonight. But this one's also a golden ale, but this one is a golden craft ale. So I'm just confused. I don't know. I'm enjoying it. It's a nice beverage. Can we just stop getting into the technicalities of beer? What do you think we're here for? We're here to have a good time. So, um, Stu, let's stop, drop, and roll our way into a topic that we like to call erstwhile beverages observed. And I want you to talk <laughs> because I want to have a go on this. And, uh, yeah, let's start by asking you how was the last... 168 hours for you. I know you had a few extra hours after you cut your own arm off to have a few beers. So tell me all about it. Yeah. Um, you got I nothing have... out. Yeah, you got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, and no, I've uh, sampled two beers this week. Oh, exceptional. Lay so, it on me, man. I, on Sunday, while I was doing the old Sunday shop, going through Aldi, I could not pull myself away from their beer aisle and oh, I man, decided to. To uh, sample a bottle of Old Jock. Yes. I'm glad that you dived in, man. I'm I'm happy that the kind of darker beers that we've been sampling on the show have kind of led you into that dark tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) To the dark uh, side. I'm sorry. Beers a bit more on the uh, on the wild side. So and that's I just when I look at that wall of weird and wonderful beer Mm. we have an Audi, I start recognizing bottles now wait a minute tom had that one yeah it's like it's like being it's like being a kid in a candy shop or jimmy savile in a nursery Uh, we're doing so well (sighs) just just go on just continue continue with describing aldi's Aldi's, uh, I mean, there's no need to drink. I mean, just make make it the memories go away. Continue the discussion. No, I mean, we don't need dead air. You know what I mean? Yeah, we would cause that. I think (laughs) 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 think conscious air is fine, just not dead air. uh, (laughs) 
I quite enjoyed the bottle of Old Jock. It was it was pretty decent. Mm. And later on in the week, I was uh, back on Films and Swearing recording episode like 253. Wow. And we were doing... Um, Madman. You we were reviewing Madman. the film Bloodsport. That's awesome, dude. So you were drinking Old Jock while watching Bloodsport because that is a yeah. fantastic combination. It was not that combination, oh. unfortunately. Oh. So Sorry. the old jock had been finished by the time Bloodsport yes, came around. Yes, it, that was quickly nicked the day I bought it. Uh, hmm. But Congratulations on 253, though. Jeez. Yeah. Well done, man. Well done. We decided to do Bloodsport uh, as, I think, next week, Tuesday, possibly, will be Jean-Claude Van Damme's 60th birthday. Happy birthday, so Jean-Claude. Fuck it, the muscles for Brussels deserves an episode. We'll have a um, cause uh, in his honour. Yeah, so I thought... You better be wearing double, double denim, otherwise I'm leaving. I'd just done the whole episode whilst doing the splits. <laughs> between two couches. That's how you podcast anyway, isn't it? I, I was, uh... Real strain for about, I think, about 90 minutes. It's like, Christ, this is like twice the length of the lager logs. I really should stop <laughs> doing the splits. After 45, it's all downhill, man. It's downhill from the beginning. It just gets further downhill. It just, it's like a landslide after 45. We're getting to that age now. I'm doing the splits and my balls still touch the floor. <laughs> but oh, What a beautiful image to uh, mull over while I'm having my beer. I'm, I'm sure Thanks, Van Damme will know. <laughs> like, he's turning 60. You could probably throw him over his shoulder now. But anyway... <laughs> Saggy balls reviewing... and no crocs. It's just a, a dream combination. I was reviewing Bloodsport and I decided to revisit Doombar. Oh, really? Awesome, yeah. man. Did you just go bottle this time or, or bottle yeah, again? Or... Just bottle again. I just nice bottle okay cans. There's just there's no cans around here. No yeah. can dance. But... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Nick and Dam reviewing Van Dams. Um, I didn't know you were a freestyler. <laughs> <laughs> so I just when I was in Home Bargains picking up these two bad boys for the episode, I thought I'll just go a safe bet as well. Picked up Doombar, and it was just a nice bitter drink to kind of keep me fresh yeah, for the podcast. Yeah. Keep you fresh, or just just yes. get you through the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was it was crisp better kind of just kept me going that's awesome man yeah i'm glad that you're kind of partaking in these beers that maybe you wouldn't have partaken in eight episodes ago mm-hmm. are we on episode eight yeah yes eight episodes ago we'll yeah that's it. awesome man i was just saying because yeah i think i said the episode will be intrigued in trying it out of the can see how it kind of uh it differs i don't think it's a it's a draft can with a widget it's just i'd, I'd be curious as to kind of how it tastes I, um i haven't seen any of those like not doom bar anyway yeah i can't I, I, I know they do like i've seen them on amazon and stuff but like yeah no uh i haven't physically seen them in the shop yet but i will try and hunt that down and we can talk about it or i can talk about it on the show awesome man that sounds like a pretty killer combination yeah. for you uh just a couple for me this week uh, before you say i know i'm ashamed my name is tom and i'm not an alcoholic um oh i've got another one on um on top that i forgot i cracked into that nice bottle of uh 
Marston's Bombardier for the Lager Logs after party last weekend. Yes. I do like to try and outstay my welcome if I can. <laughs> well, that was it. As soon as we were like saying cheerio at the end of the episode, I just seen you crack the, like, with one hand. Like, <laughs> like, just are we, we, wait, are off. we doing a double episode? No, I've got problems. <laughs> that sounds about right, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, classic, strong, bitter, no frills, no gimmicks, just a nice, easy drinking brewski to uh, have a go on while you talk absolute nonsense with a Scotsman into the wee hours. Uh, seems to be a recurring pastime of mine. Uh. <laughs> Can't be bothered to turn on the central heating, but you want to get warm. <laughs> I know, and uh, you still haven't shown me your Loch Ness Monster. And obviously, I was in Lidl yesterday mm-hmm. trying to pick up chicks, as I normally do on a Thursday morning. Uh, oh, the was... are nice, aren't they? <laughs> that's, that's always a nice breaker. <laughs> and I was temporarily, much like you, blindsided by the offer of Lidl's home beer for just mm. over a pound a bottle. So I, uh, I said toodaloo to Shaniqua. Uh, obviously shoplifted a couple back home to have a go on last night. Yeah, I've got to say, um, I've seen their beers a few times. I know you have too, Stu, yeah. and I've never took a gamble, but I was really surprised by the depth of the range. There was an IPA and a golden ale, um, but I came home nice. personally with... Go on, man. No, sorry, this is like the, the Hatherwood. Yeah. Uh, don't I say that this is why you're here this is why I have Aye. you and that's I think every Lidl's must come with them on their shelves and it's strange <laughs> that they're numbered yeah so I think there's there's five in the range there's mm. um the IPA the golden ale uh, I think it's a ginger beer as well on top of what I had which was the ruby rooster ruby ale and right. purple panther porter I'm liking mm. the alliteration. I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Ruby Owl was lovely. Yeah, it was really smooth. It, uh, like a blend between a strong bitter and a brown owl. Yeah. It was crazy. It was really distinctive. Like, definitely some Darth, cho- Darth, Darth Vader. Definitely some, some Darth, Darth chocolate, chocolate vibes. Uh, yeah. yeah, some dark chocolate, toffee vibes going on. It took me by surprise. Um, yeah. Really nice. The porter, on the other hand, I didn't dig as much, but... Full marks for being really flavoursome. Because you think, you know, you would think it's quite a cheap purchase, but it's definitely yeah. not a cheap product they're putting out there. There's a lot mm. of flavour to it. You know, you would think maybe it's not like Asda's own £1.20. Uh, like an all-frills. Four yeah, do you know what I mean? Like 2, 2, 2.5%. It's not, do you know what I mean? There's not a lot of flavour there. And, and yeah, I mean, I drink... Quality. I drink that every weekend and I just wanted to change. That's all. But um, yeah, it was full marks of being really flavoursome. The um, It was drinkable, the porter. It just had this coffee twinge to it that I didn't get on too well with. No sweetness at all, which is weird uh, for right. a porter. Yeah. Uh, just like one note extreme kind of bitterness to it. But um, yeah, wow. I mean, as I say, really surprised with the quality of the range so far. And for just over a pound a piece, cheap thrills, my friend. Yeah. Very, very. Deep thrills. Uh, yeah, definitely. The, uh, Ruby Ale in comparison to Hobgoblin. Mm, it was, um, as I say, it was kind of just giving me a hint to Hobgoblin. It was just kind of sliding in to the... So they're both classed as Ruby territory. Ales, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, they're both, I mean, technically. Uh, again, I don't know whether this one is technically brown ale or it's literally going for kind of a hybrid style because... Mm-hmm. 
again it's yeah it's it says it's kind of a ruby ale but the taste it was it was like almost like a strong bitter and then it kind of had the hobgoblin at the end like a bit more of the toffee vibes uh from a brown ale uh, or a hobgoblin um mm. at the end so yeah interesting man it was kind of like a half and half hybrid mixture situation um yeah, decent. recommended yeah i'd like to have a go on it again as i say like one pound something it'd be daft mm-hmm. not to uh exactly not to do so um yeah man that was me for the week um i haven't even began to drink drink this but i'm gonna uh down it in the name of all that's holy but to sum up what are your Thoughts on this bad boy stew? How do you think it compares to Trooper and Old Speckled? And do you agree with the assessment of it being more of a strong bitter than a golden ale? Possibly. I mean, I am the novice. I can never tell the difference. It's it's definitely beer. Mm. It's definitely bitter. Iceside beer to me. I'm I'm not enjoying it as much as I would compared to uh, Trooper anyway. Mm. And possibly, I think I enjoyed Old Speckled Hen more. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not yeah. sure if it's it's just maybe too malty. And I I hate describing every drink as, oh, it's, it's bitter. It's like, <laughs> right, you need to find more words for your fucking vocabulary, Stuart. You're reviewing the beverage. <laughs> it's like, I'm no, it's, sorry, it's... I can't taste the toffee. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely bitter. I was getting kind of more of a smoother taste when I first opened it. Now it's kind of a bit more... Metallic-y, kind of a yeah. twang but, to it. Not that it's a bad thing, it just... Mm-hmm. It's got more of a fizzy kind of metallic twang to it now. I'm kind of getting further into into the point. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's. I think it's, it's along the same lines in terms of taste. But yeah, I mean, as you said, I think the Trooper and the Old Speckled might slightly take first and second place or dual first place um, but, uh, if I, in that if... matchup. That's it. If it was on the shelf with Trooper and Old Speckled oh, Hen, I would, yeah. like this would be my last Last choice. resort. Yeah. How many pieces do I need to cut your life into? <laughs> All right, Papa. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you want another beer? Have you enjoyed this so far and want to you know, take this relationship further or do you just want to kind of call it a night now? Yeah, that's I think eight episodes is enough. Shut it down. <laughs> to, I've, uh, I've already closed the twitter page <laughs> let's go we're shutting shop that's it we've already set to self-destruct uh <laughs> the countdown has begun so you know, i'm just gonna down this before we go because i'd, I'd hate i'd hate the mix beers don't, don't waste it beautiful um second beer it's for tonight oh boy it is a tall boy uh we have hold on to your uh ushkanang uh, Baltica number seven. Jeez, I think they're encouraging street drinking by having a ring pull on this thing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, this must be a classy drink. Ring pull. Wow. I literally thought oh. that was just going to come off then, uh, with the, and leave the lid on, but it's actually come off the whole way. Well oh. done. Well done. Oh. That stinks. That smells terrible. <laughs> that don't That's smell much. Awful. That's like hot dogs and farts. <laughs> or farts brought on by hot dogs. Jeez Louise. Oh, you would know about that then. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you're shopping little? Um, Baltica premium export lager. What's that? Brewed in Russia. Brewed in Russia, yeah. This is um this is a Russian brewski, so a first for the show. I'm gonna mm. 
pour it out and have a look at its colour. So I think that's what we're supposed to do with beer reviewers, Stu. Did yeah. you get the memo on that one? I didn't. I didn't get the memo. No. Let's have a little port. And that's it. I was already a little bit skeptical about this one because a green bottle, blue label, flashbacks of FS. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I like, like I think it was one of those that at home bargains. There's always that one random beer that just looks a bit dodgy, and yeah, uh, <laughs> that was one random Russian. <laughs> yeah, and I think Baltica or Baltica fit into that category for us uh, this week. But all right, mate, let's uh, dive in. Cheers, bud. <laughs> Cheers. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Where's my 49er? I kind of saw this coming. Hmm. It's odd. It's almost got like a cider twinge to it, hasn't it? Like, I don't know whether it's... It's not sweetness I'm getting, but it's almost like a... Do you know what I mean? Like, that kind of apple kind of... Yeah, there's that, that harshness. Harshness. I don't know whether it's because... Um, I mean, this is a Russian international pale lager, and I don't know whether it's because it stands at a very inviting, I was going to say, a 5.4%, but I'm regretting those words now. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I don't know it's because of the strength, but it's definitely got an odd taste to it. Uh, you enjoy that, buddy, while, while I fill the beautiful people in about Baltica or Baltica. It launched in 1994, so it's a relatively newish brewski uh, and was timed, according to Baltica themselves, to coincide with the Goodwill Games of the same year. And by goodwill games, I don't mean hunting for approval and supporting your wife by doing the washing up for a week in hopes she'll break out the twister mat on a Friday night and go to town. I mean, people getting physical in the snow for international glory. Sounds like the winter I spent breakdancing for Belarus. Long story. (laughs) Apparently, this one is a big winner in its hometown and globally uh, has been voted best light beer at the Moscow uh, or as the Americans say, Moscow beer festival year in year out um they're part of the carlsberg group now and do oh. an insane amount of beers i mean this is number seven uh quite similar to maybe little's been taking tips off them um they go all the <laughs> way up to number nine uh, and they're all lagers like they're all lagers dude yeah that they, they do because i was thinking okay so you know one could be your bitter or two would be your stout but they're all lagers and they go all the way up to number nine and they do fruit-flavoured, wheat, dark lager, uh, and just strong lager variations. A whole bunch of crazy stuff. Um, so, yeah, again, it's it's one of those brands that you don't really hear about. And as I've learned on the show, it's often for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason when there's budget beer and home bargains. It's not always quality. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is, you know, it's being kind of an international pal lager, which I've been enjoying a lot recently. I've been going like, uh, or I've been on quite a kick with. I thought that this might be something interesting to try and have a go on, but um, it's it's very, very odd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normally they're quite, you know, you know what you're getting with them. Uh, they're quite dependable, but this is, uh, yeah, throwing a spanner in the works. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, it's drinkable. Very, very distinct taste. It's drinkable, it's, yeah. Is, is it enjoyable? Well, 
debatable. It's like, it's yeah, it's no, it's it's kind of simmering down now. That initial kind of smell and taste was a bit weird, but it's kind of simmering down now a bit, and I'm enjoying it a bit more than I was. I find myself, I'm just sipping it now. I'm always like, I'm not even kind of having big mouthfuls. It's like, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Could you put it into fewer words, please? Yeah. Um, <laughs> More sound, so, okay. So while we enjoy the sweet taste of capitalism, let's dive into our second topic of this evening. I thought it would be fun as me and Stu are not only film and beer nuts, we're also big purv, purve, purveyors of, of uh, TV shows mm. and wanted to share our favourite beer or drinking moments in televisual land so Stu have you got something yeah to bring to this show and tell that we could I've discuss got, I'd enjoy I've it got kind of two answers awesome um, so we'll let you quickly big, big one there <laughs> big one there alright feel better <laughs> feel better after I that feel a lot better now yeah yeah thank well you. that's it thanks for checking I had out. like a big fish supper before before tonight's episode, and I, I think mixing the beer in it is not beneficial. But there's anything more British than that, Stu, so you should be proud. I know. <laughs> Having a fish supper and then washing it down with a Russian lager. <laughs> if that doesn't scream Scotland, I don't know what will. <laughs> I didn't really think about it. <laughs> that way but you may be right but you're doing a lot of favors for uh international relations so think about it like that yeah. you're not gonna win your gold medals but you're making you're making a start it's all right tom you don't need to fill in the dead air i've got I'm my just trying to help you out. i'm trying to help you out yeah that's so that's doing. Uh, my two answers for tv people and beer don't worry you're good <laughs> you have to go with <laughs> With the classic TV comedy, Cheers. Nice one, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good call, dude. That's a very good Norm, call. Norm, Cliff Clavin. Like, these people are just set perched at the end of the bar and are just constantly supplying the funnies above being supplied with beer. Yeah, man. I mean, I, that's a whole, obviously, series based around drinking and the kind of uh, the bar bar lifestyle, would you call yeah. it? Sure. Um, yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call, man. Again, uh, I think I'm more of a fan of its spin-off. Yes, Frasier. Uh, yeah, I would think. Um, but no, it's, it's it's a great show. I'm mean, kind of underrated in this day and age. Not a lot of people talk about it, but I know it's it's kind of uh, been on TV recently yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, a lot more in the UK over here. Like the past couple of years, I think it's kind of getting a, a new leash. Of life, uh, with new people discovering it, which is which is awesome. But yeah, man, you think about the people that obviously their careers started there, uh, like Woody Harrelson, and exactly he's like a fresh he, faced, fresh faced Woody, yeah, ah. yeah, like what he went on to, uh, which, which which is awesome. That's a very very good call. Any any specific moments or episodes that you'd like to God, bring up? Um, I, I just really the character Norm Peterson. He would always come in. It was always kind of like he would steal the scene. He would come in, have a witty line, 
and the answer would always be beer. <laughs> and they just always just slide him a glass, and he would just sit there, sink beer. And it would just always, it was always like one of these reliable characters just to kind of pick up an episode. Because yeah. you always had him teamed with like Cliff Clavin, where it was like this postman that would deliver far too much information. And then Norm would just take the piss out of him, and the audience would laugh. Like, good enough for me. I would sit and watch that shit every day when I was sit, on the door. Sit. <laughs> I, I finished college. There was not a job waiting for me at the end. So there was a three-month stint where I would wake up in the mornings, watch a double bill of Cheers, followed up with a double bill of Frasier. Then Everybody Loves Raymond would come on yes. and I would have a shower. King of Queens involved in that as well. Yes. I think that's that the was holy... There. Holy early morning sitcom quadrilogy over here in the yeah, UK. Exactly. That's awesome. That takes up like two to three hours of programming on Channel 4 every morning. They don't need to think about it. Just American reruns. Well, uh, in terms of that day, I know you've already said about your TV viewing and your shower. How much of that the rest of the day was dedicated to breaking into houses? Moving on. My second answer. A couple of hours or... Okay, that's fine. You can go into the second <laughs> answer. If you don't talk about that, that's fine. This, this isn't Dr. Phil. We can't this is get... the Lager Logs, so you can choose to keep it on the beer-related path. That's fine. Yep. So, Shu, right you now. had a second answer. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the opposite. Like, okay, we've got... Okay. Like, Norm Peterson, your calm, sits and cracks the funnies drinks a beer and then in the early 2000s ah, it is kind of a tv show definitely it's fictional in a sense you had stone cold steve austin beer guzzling wrestler <laughs> if we so come out hold his hands out and beer would fly to his hands he would crack open both tins Glug, glug, glug. Look at someone, give him a stone cold stunner, put his hands out again, and two more beer would come flying to the palms of his hands. You crack those open and usually pour them into the opponent's face. Hopefully, they weren't straight edge because they've now just had two Steve Weisers poured down their neck. So, but, you're bringing Stone Cold, the character, to the table. Yes. It was a TV show, and he was beer-fueled. Man, the thing I remember about watching wrestling back in the day, that I think Sky One, and I'm talking like the Attitude Era, as a, as I'm certain that you, you're part of the kind of same era, I, I would think, Stu. You're probably a bit older than me, but I think yes. Attitude is probably still a big part of your life. But I remember whenever you used to watch it on Sky One back in the day, and they would cut to the crowd every, every time, time someone we... got hit in the face. Yeah. <laughs> you get hit with a steel chair. You'll get the crowd wince and go, oh. Which was really, like, when it was our Chidera, every match was violent and there's cheating and there's chair shots. Yeah, and you didn't see fucking 50% of that match. You, <laughs> yeah. And you'd, you'd be disappointed in yourself, but you'd be like, you'd always tune in, you'd always watch it. And I think. That was a, a really kind of reminder of how strong the Attitude Era was, that the storylines and the characters were so good that even though you were missing out on some of the violence, you still tuned in, you know. 
you had those iconic characters and Stone Cold is obviously yeah. one of those in that in that short list. Mm-hmm. That's so a good Tom, that's a deadly, deadly combo, buddy. I, I like it. I like it a lot. I hope I never took any of your answers. You didn't, you didn't, you were close oh, though. Brilliant. Uh no cheers I had thought about. Uh, but as I say I'm more of a Fraser guy, but I do like cheers. I think that's a very good answer. And I couldn't think of a show other than that that was all about beer. Yeah, so you couldn't really pull in like Marty Crane and his love for Valentine's. <laughs> I, I, no, I, no, I, I couldn't. Like, obviously, there's. I mean, he, he loves his beer, but it wasn't really Fraser, not really kind of a beer related show. But well, yes, I was thinking of. Sherry. Well, I, yeah, well, I, and, I, and I was thinking of TV shows where, I mean, there's been a lot of episodes of certain shows that spring to mind that are beer related but it's just kind of one episode or a couple of episodes but i thought the one show that consistently can can mm-hmm. did yeah, i say that right, right? Yeah. i actually i actually double guessed myself good, there good. i looked i looked you in the eyes and i didn't i didn't see approval so i changed it um <laughs> you kind of gave me one of these <laughs> just because my eyes are shut doesn't mean I'm not listening. <laughs> You're just resting with your eyes closed, yeah? I, yeah. I thought so. Keep uh, <laughs> the show that uh, consistently has great beer or drinking episodes is The Simpsons, which has to be uh, my yeah. pick. And I was mulling over like which episode is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of episodes that feature drinking. Um, but the first one, the first one that comes to mind is Selma's choice from season four, which is when Selma, Bart, and Lisa visit Duffland, mm. and it's got it's got so many great beer related moments, whether it be the drunken fish or the seven duffs or yes. the beer <laughs> goggles Bart puts on. But then another episode I immediately thought of was uh, Wild Bart's Can't Be Broken from season ten when Homer. Barney and Lenny and Carl get drunk when the odd stops win the championship and break into Springfield Elementary, proceed to drive around the school wrecking the place, and it ends with a drunken sing-along in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, those are good, but I think the one classic episode that's uh, that entire that's entire plot revolves around drinking, it has to be Homer versus the 18th Amendment from season 8, where Homer and Bart become beer bootleggers. When Springfield's oh, yeah. prohibition, mm-hmm. it, it's a classic episode, and it's pretty much. Um, have you seen this one? I think so. Yeah, it's pretty much a parody of The Untouchables, mm-hmm. which I didn't really get when I first saw it as a kid. Mm-hmm. But it's a great narrative washing line to hang all the beer smuggling antics onto. Um, yeah. Comic actor uh, Dave Thomas guest stars Rex Banner. Um, ah. Who's the guy going after uh, the beer bootleggers, which are you know end up being Homer and Bart, and um, yeah, it gives it bit gives it a bit more of a comedic punch um, having him guest star. And there's a hilarious St. Patrick's Day parade at the beginning of the episode, and there's uh, Mo disguising his bar as a pet shop, <laughs> and there's uh, <laughs> and there's uh, Homer and Bart cooking up their own homebrewed liquor in the basement, and mm-hmm. I have a soft spot for the. Simpsons episodes, which focus on Homer and Bart together on a crazy adventure, so it's up there for me. It's uh, it's a classic episode, and and much like a lot, uh, like a lot of that first ten or fifteen years of The Simpsons, it's 
well, it balances humour with really smart storytelling and plot devices. So, uh, yeah, that that would be my vote. If talking series and then individual episodes, that's got to be kind of yeah. on the list uh, for me. What do you reckon? No, definitely. That's a great answer. And, like, so many references as well. Like, we've talked about Homer and Bart, but what about, like, the story arcs with Barney Gumble? True, yeah, there's there's so many as well. I was thinking, like, which episodes were the kind of funniest and take a more light-hearted view on the matter after you dissing me for my Barfly review on one of the episodes and picking the most depressing drinking film that I could I could think of. But <laughs> so, <laughs> well, there's so many good, yeah, there's so many Barney, uh, good Barney episodes as well. Um, like the ones where he tries to get sober, and yep. he's a big part of like he's a big part of these episodes that I mentioned, like or at least it's kind of in the background, uh, you know, for certain. Yeah, he's a lovable loser. Of it. Yeah, he's he's like the big he's like the big kind of uh, beer drinking character, but kind of okay. obviously Homer is as well, and he gets like some of the best episodes dedicated to that but yeah trying to get sober and um it's when he goes to space and becomes super fit in the process yeah. <laughs> when they made him sober and he's doing somersaults yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, super that. intelligent but the beer was weighing him down <laughs> yeah well i think it's uh the state of new york versus homer simpson where the beginning he has to be the designated driver for uh their drinking squad at moe's mm-hmm. And obviously they all go on a massive bender and he has to drive them home and then he goes off in a massive bender and leaves Homer's car in New York and Homer has to go and fetch his, <laughs> his car, which is another class episode. And then, um, yeah, the one where they uh, submit the films, at the Springfield Film Festival. Yeah. And uh, Barney's is that really kind of <laughs> sad one. <laughs> yeah. Sad kind of art house film about tricky. And they're all outdone by like Mole Man. Like football to crotch. <laughs> so good, dude. So good. I mean, The Simpsons has been on for so long now. People kind of underestimate how good those first yeah. ten or fifteen years of it are. Uh, but yeah, so many, so many good episodes, and they're just they're just a handful that we mentioned. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you don't know what The Simpsons is, I can't help you. Like I don't. <laughs> don't worry. I don't think any any kids are listening to this say. show. I, don't, I just say, yeah, uh, nobody under 30 is listening to this, so uh, I think we'll be okay. Hi, <laughs> <So>, Ian. <laughs> shall, we, uh, shall we sum up this beer, Stu? What do you reckon? Yeah. Take it away with your ideologies and beliefs in regards to this brewski. I don't want to finish it. Not for the fact that I'm enjoying it so much, just for the fact that it's, it's okay, but it's almost like a chore to drink. I don't think it's that bad now. Honestly, I've, I've, I don't know whether I've just gone past that stage of uh, worrying that it tastes like piss uh, and I'm just kind of fully dedicating myself to drinking it now because I'm an alcoholic. I don't know. Mm, Could be either it. one. You've got those but... years of experience it. <laughs> Whereas I'm drinking it, it's like, ah, there's there's like a fifth of a tumbler left. Like, even that's a bit much to finish. Yeah, it's, um, no, it's got a slight twang to it. I thought when I, I first opened it. Fruit. I think, yeah, I think, I, I think it was, um, I think there's more of a smell to it when I first opened it and kind yeah. of taste initially, like a cidery kind of taste, like a really kind of odd kind of sour vibe to it. But now that I'm drinking it, it doesn't 
doesn't seem that bad. It's quite smooth, but it's just got that weird, that weird kind of yeah, that slight twang to it on the back end. Yeah. But, you know, very very drinkable. I wouldn't have like you know five or six bottles of it, but yeah, if I found it in the street, you know, you in, there, in, like, in a drain oh, or something, I'd pick it up and have a go on it. I've not got any chang. Sinked out and cobra, tiger. All the animals are gone. Um, I guess you, a Baltica. How, how do you think I'd compares... rather have that over Ephes? That was drinking soup. How would you, yeah, yeah, Ephes is uh, was a different, different beast altogether. How do you think it compares to our old friends Qingdao and Chang? Those Asian businessmen we met in the toilet that night in Weatherspoons. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd, I'd rather spend time with those than this. <laughs> Which the fact that you've propositioned it that way is like, oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> you made so this, this awkward. A... I'd rather get my lips around a Chang. He didn't want it. The Chang wanted me. I think uh, Chingas was the guy who uh, who had his eyes on you. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> I think the, 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 the clock's running out of time. Okay, okay. That's what my did you cue. think of this brewski, Tom, anyway? To stop talking. Yeah, as I say, I think both these brewskis tonight initially had a very different taste opening it and having a first sip than they did on the back end, which is quite interesting. Um, I don't know whether that's something that is becoming apparent to me as a seasoned yeah. beer reviewer. Totally. Or it's something that is in common that well, these two have in common tonight. But yeah, weird one, man. Like, um, I think the 49er was was quite uh, complex first pouring it and having to go, but then it kind of settled and it was just a bit more metallic y. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the uh, the Baltico, as I said, was very potent, like initially, and then it's kind of smoothed out um, a tad. But definitely would be the 49er in terms of my recommendation for. Yes, I would recommend that one as well and i'll be interested in having to go on the other beers in their range so there we have guys two two hell years austin 316 Mm -hmm. for uh for the 49er so before we go before we start wrapping things up Stu, social media how can the audience at home make contact with their podcasting heroes where do they go (laughs) if you want to interact (laughs) with us across the internet just go on twitter or instagram and go at the lager logs one word and you'll see us posted pictures of beer what we're drinking this week what you should be buying to join us yes and then go across to twitter and watch us post questions every week looking for questions and then just don't answer. <laughs> I know. I started that sentence the wrong you way. Do you think our problem is that the we're looking for questions? <laughs> Do you think the problem is that we're asking questions that are looking for questions? That might be where we're going wrong. Sometimes I, I don't post know. a question and I also leave the answer. <laughs> I put a funny gif at the same time. Like Homer <laughs> daydreaming about a spilt beer truck and he's dancing in the rain. Speaking of The Simpsons, you brought that back. That's pretty good, that is, man. I like that. Callback. Uh, well, <laughs> well, yeah, guys, social media, hook that up. Beer mats coming soon, possibly. Keep your eyes peeled on Keep that one. Shut, Tom. Oh, sorry. Don't, don't let the cat out of the bag. We <laughs> talked about it last episode, you fruitcake. Uh... <laughs> don't spoil Christmas just yet. Fuck's sake, Santa. 
You'll not be getting 20p in there. You will not be finding any money in your uh, fruitcake this year. Because I just don't like you. That's it. Do you know what I mean? I hate, I hate to bring it up before the show ends. I could have waited till the end of the show. But you know what? I, it needs to be out there. Uh, we're <laughs> we're at the end of the show. <laughs> now I'm now I'm now I'm depressed. As yes, at the end of every episode, ladies back, and gentlemen, it's back to that padded room for me with the uh, the nice jacket with the buckles on and the keyhole dinner service. It's as close to dinner at the Ritz as a mentally disturbed individual like myself can get, and I'm not complaining. Um, well, we look forward to next week. I hope you guys do too. We will have the answers to all your burning questions or maybe we've got questions to your questions or maybe we're leaving questions that just actually are questions and we don't want answers we just want questions but the questions that we will be answering are are like tom which member of the bangles would you most like to take for a lunchtime buffet at pizza hut and Stu, how exactly did you cross the north sea with nothing but a scouring pad and a postage stamp I'm on the edge of my seat. Stu's on the back of my seat. Now get out of here while we dispute the winner of this game of musical chairs in peace. So all there's left to say is dos vidanir. Cold ones, comrades. And we'll meet you outside the Kremlin next week for a snowball fight. Say hello, Stu. Or goodbye. It's goodbye. Goodbye. Cheerio! See you later, alligators. That's new. That's modern. Logs That's out. modern. That's a kind of a new one. That one is. That's good. Do you do you want to do you want to stop recording or just press the button? I'm going to tease you. I'm going to tease you with with the stop. <laughs>